Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 435, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is Monday. Alright, what can I tell you? It is. It's Monday. But it's a Monday that is exactly two weeks until Christmas. And uh, a lot of people, as this year is is drawing to a close, are trying to figure out what they're supposed to do, when they were supposed to do it, are they going to be able to do it. I can tell you from personal experience, because I just opened my fidelity statements the other day, uh, I trust Carl Carlson and his team at Carlson Financial, and that's why uh, every Monday afternoon we're fortunate that Carl joins us. Carl, good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, Jeff. Great to be here with you. Yes, it's nice to have you here. It was actually nice to open the Fidelity envelopes this month. Been a, uh, it's been a good month. It's it been, seems uh, to be, yeah. 2023 overall, pretty good year in the stock market, only because, partially, because 2022 was a, a really bad year. Mm. So it got back up. And I think maybe in with quite a few of our stocks, we're at all-time highs now. But for the most part, the all-time high in the market was hit back in November of 2021. Right. And uh, the S&P, the NASDAQ, the Dow, they're not quite back there yet. Getting close, though. But what happened after that tail end of 2021 in 2022, market dropped. And uh, it got pretty close to a bottom at, towards the end of 2022, and then it's been coming up 2023, okay. and now is about back to where it was. Now, my question to you is about charities and charitable giving, because what I have noticed is that uh, right after Thanksgiving, all of a sudden, regular mailboxes, email boxes all flooded with, hey, over here, we're a really good charity, we do a lot of good work, we help a lot of people, and and we need your money. I mean, this is this one we're all, sadly, most seems like most people are focused on the charities at the end of the year, but it is what it is, right? Right, yep, well, because that's when you're starting to think about what you're going to pay in taxes next year. And, you know, people are getting ready to start getting all their tax info Mm-hmm. in January and start building their their uh, tax returns. So uh, right now, what can I do before the end of the year so I can save on some taxes and not have yes. to pay as much come April of next year? Yep. All right. So let me ask you, what can I do to save on my taxes and maybe not <laughs> pay as much next year, Carl? Well, and that's why all of these uh, charitable organizations, 501c3s, which is uh, the IRS qualification to uh, be someone that you can donate money to and get a tax write-off, 501c3. And, uh, but right now is, while they're 
sending this information out to everybody because most of those organizations know that we're all thinking about how can I save on taxes. Now, there's a couple, you know, giving is one way because uh, you can potentially, I say potentially, get a tax deduction by giving. And one of the reasons I'm saying potentially is because when the uh, Trump tax changes went into effect, he raised our standard deduction quite high. Um, so now the charitable giving doesn't help as much as far as a deduction because the standard, you know, if you were the standard deduction, let's say for a married couple, roughly is going to be around $30,000. So if all of your itemized deductions don't add up to that, you get 30. Uh, so oftentimes part of your itemized deductions is that charitable giving piece. So if they don't all total up to thirty thousand, you know, he set something into place that gives us thirty thousand. So actually, that was kind of nice. Uh, but then for charitable giving, you're going to have to give more in order for it to uh, increase your itemized deductions enough that you actually can feel the impact of it on tax savings. Now, some people might do that. You can uh, you could set up a donor advised fund and put a hundred thousand dollars in there and get the tax write off this year mm-hmm. uh and then over the next 10 years give money out of that donor advised fund you just set up so uh-huh. you, you have to have a certain amount of income there's all these things you have to know to get everything structured correctly yeah. another one is um warren buffett just uh, gave a uh, charitable gift of um, almost... $870 million. How'd you know? I was going to yeah. ask you about that, Carl. <laughs> $870 million. That's a lot of money. Oh, That's getting close to a billion. But for him, you know, he's got he's got $118 billion, So $1 billion, hmm. uh, Okay. But he didn't give it. He didn't, uh, he didn't sell the stock, the Berkshire Hathaway stock. He didn't sell it and then put it into his checking account and then write a check for that donation, he actually gave the stock. So because the stock is highly appreciated, Mm -hmm. he got the write-off for the value of the stock and uh, didn't have to pay the capital gains on it. And the charitable organizations that he gave it to, they don't have to pay the capital gains tax when they sell it. So that's a good strategy using highly appreciated items like uh, real estate and investments, things like that, so that you can get a higher deduction and you end up not having to pay that capital gains tax. Interesting. So I mentioned that I got my fidelity statement the other day, Carl. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I don't see that I own any shares of Berkshire Hathaway. 
I think at one point that Berkshire Hathaway was like $250,000 a share, but they developed a class B share that was, you know, under a thousand bucks at the time. So that more people could get invested in it. In today's world, you can buy fractional shares. No kidding. So all of the custodians, the big ones, allow that. So I could say, like, I want to buy $100 worth of Berkshire Hathaway. Wow. Um, And they'll give you a fractional piece of a share. So that's also, you know, if if, – we recall it used to be not that long ago when, oh, they're going to do a, a stock split and yes. Yes. and uh, $3,000 Apple is going to, you can buy a share then after the stock split for 250 bucks. So it's going to be worth a lot more because a lot more people can buy it and they want it. Well, that used to be the case, but now you can buy a fractional share of Apple. So you don't have to wait for it to do the stock split and all of that. So even though you'll still hear a lot of people talking about and even investment people, oh, when this thing does a stock split, it's going to be worth more money. Not so much now like it used to be. Man, all right, well, that's a bummer. But so can can I buy, like, I don't know, $20 worth of Berkshire Hathaway? I feel like I'm ordering cold cuts now. <laughs> yes, you can. Right? You can buy $20 worth of Berkshire Hathaway. Just, we don't actually own it because it hasn't been the best performing investment uh, uh, for quite a few years. Well, yeah. All right. Well, never mind. Then. You know You know what? Take that money, put it into Munster cheese then. I think I'll be better off that way. Uh, from the sound of things, I think you might want to own a little bit more Tesla. <laughs> yeah? All right. Tell me about Tesla. Where are we going with Tesla, baby? <laughs> I'm a I'm a Tesla stock fan. I know you we own it. We yeah. we own it in our portfolios. Uh, it's it's one of the more volatile ones, so meaning up and down a lot. Yeah. Um, but I think all in all, Elon is uh, quite a smart, smart individual and a great guy to run a company and got some incredible foresight and so you know when it when things got tough with uh the car dealership and trying to make these cars he was spending 100 120 hours a week and sleeping at the at the uh factory where they were making cars trying to get it sped up so you know a guy like that's I, i feel nice investing in his companies so I'm with you. That's uh, so you own some of that, and I, that would that would have performed way, 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 way better than Berkshire Hathaway. Yeah, I, I listen. I have really cooled on Warren Buffett at this point. You know, I went into this chat really hot, but you know, forget it. No, we're we're on board with Tesla and whatever the heck you're doing over there. So that's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. Good. good. <laughs> It's going thank, quite well. It is, and yeah. I thank you for that. The uh, the catch children, thank you, and Uncle Elon for that. Uh, <laughs> where are you going to be in the new year? Because you got some dinners coming up, like right after everybody wakes up from New Year's and says, "Oh yeah, it's twenty twenty four." Yes, what a great time! That's going to be at Roos Chris Steakhouse, January Wednesday, January third, and Thursday, January fourth. I love these early year events because you need to get the year started with a good kick, and these uh, can help you do that. 
get your finances straightened up and go into the end of 2024 and down the right path. I love it. I love it. So how do, how do we get people signed up for those, please? Give us a call at 844-CARLSON or reach out to us at carlsonfinancial.com. I love it. Now, Carl, I shan't be here for the next two weeks, so I won't have an opportunity after this to wish you and that beautiful family of yours and, and the great team at Carlson Financial a very, very Merry Christmas and my, my best wishes for, uh, for a great 2024 for everybody. Well, thank you so much, and uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. Will you be back? Will we be back together before New Year's? Uh, no. No, we no, not on I don't the air. Think so. Anyway. so happy New Year too. Thank you, thank you. No, we won't be back yeah. on the air, but uh, you know, uh, you and I might get together and uh, toast the New Year or something. But uh, this there is, we this go. Be, yeah, there you go. Thank you, Carl. That is Carl <laughs> Carlson. He's a great guy. Uh, I love Carl. I really do. I think the world of him. I think the world of that team over at Carlson Financial. I want you to get signed up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now's the time to do it. Eight four four Carlson or CarlsonFinancial dot com and uh, sign up for one of those great dinners right at the beginning of the new year at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Four forty seven. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 